This is Stories of Strength by MuscleTech, personal and inspirational tales that redefine strength. Welcome to today's episode of Stories of Strength, a podcast where we share personal and inspirational tales of redefined strength. I'm your host, Jay Cardiello, and today I'm speaking with Dr. Jason Worsland, founder and chief wellness officer of Therabody, a leading global wellness tech company rooted in science and technology. Their flagship product, the Theragun, has popped up repeatedly on social media in recent years, showcased by celebrities, professional athletes, and everyone in between. Dr. Worsland is here to share his story and discuss the growth of his wellness tech company, Therabody. Dr. Jason, good afternoon. How are you today? Hey, Jay. How's it going? Good. Uh, it's going really great. Before we get into Therabody and Theragun, can you tell us a little about what your childhood was like? <laughs> <laughs> Loaded question. I'm the oldest of seven. I grew up in Utah. I'm first generation American. My family's from Norway. So my years of growing up were ideal. I mean, they talk about being raised in a middle America place, blue collar. Mm-hmm. We weren't super wealthy, but we didn't weren't, you know, my dad worked his ass off and we had a farm when I was growing up. So we spent a lot of time on our farm spring. We'd always go out for branding and dehorning and then summer you'd go out and it was always just part of what we did growing up. Got an opportunity to be in Norway a few times when I was growing up, just to spend mm-hmm. time with family and stuff. So, you know, I look back on my life, especially after all this has happened with Theragun and Therabody. It's like a video game, you know, when you're going through and you find these little (laughs) tools and you have to grab it and hang on to it because you never, never know when you're going to need it again. Mm -hmm. That's what it feels like a lot of my life was just trying to figure out like, why am I doing this? And then later on in life realizing, oh my God, that just adds a piece to the puzzle. I really had a great upbringing. My family's Mormon. So I was raised in that environment. Never really got in too much trouble. Played a lot of sports. Love mm-hmm. sports, excelled in soccer when I was in ninth grade. I was on an Olympic development team. Love sports, love golf. That's probably about as colorful as I can get about my youth. Norway, I've been there a few times. It's a beautiful country. It's awesome, right? Yes. One of the nicest group of people I've ever met in my life when we were there. So they treated us so well. Yeah. They say if you stand next to someone you don't know in Norway at a bus stop, they're going to treat you like a foreigner. But the second they get to know your name, you're their best friend and you're in their family for the like ever. They give you their own house just the way they are. I remember people being so kind to me in Norway. I lost my phone. I left it at the gym. And you know how one of those things you happen, you're like, oh, no, I left my phone. I'm never going to get it back. It's in another country. Lo and behold, by the end of the night, it was back in my hotel. Someone just oh, brought wow. it right to the hotel for me. Yeah. So it was amazing. That's what so, you get there. It doesn't surprise me. People are so nice. So nice. So you originally started out as a chiropractor before going on to invent the Theragun. What sparked the idea and the transition to starting your own business? Well, I'd always been sort of an entrepreneur. When I was younger, I had a flooring business in my 20s. I was in the flooring business, whether I was selling it or installing it. And I had a crazy life experience. A guy embezzled a bunch of money from me and I had to file bankruptcy. So I had to start over again. So my neighbor growing up was the chiropractor for the Utah Jazz. His name's Craig Bueller, great dude. And I would watch what he could do with his hands and John Stockton and Carl Malone. And 
I just was so fascinated by that. So I decided I want to be a chiropractor. So I go to chiropractic school thinking it's going to take me four years. It ends up taking me about seven years. In 2006, after being in school for six years, I started a practice in Los Angeles where I was starting to build my clientele and build my practice while I was finishing my school credits. In October 17th of 2007, I got in a motorcycle accident. I was splitting traffic in Los Angeles on the 10, Mm -hmm. where the 10 and the 1's 10 split right in front of the Staples Center. Car cut me off, and I T-boned the side of this car head first. Threw me into the freeway. I look back on it sometimes, and I can't believe that I was – I actually stood up. My helmet was broken, kind of took my helmet off and walked off the side of this road just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm still alive. Oh, my Um, gosh. But I ended up having a lot of soft tissue damage. Like, so I had a nine millimeter disc bulge at C5, C6. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of residual pain down into my right arm. And basically what I was doing is trying to find something that I could use on myself when I wasn't in my clinic. Most of my modalities in the chiropractic clinic are for chronic issues. They're not necessarily for acute issues. Mine was acute. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't anything in there except the vibrating table that would even come close to helping it. So I would spend a lot of time just sitting on that vibrating table. And that's when I started to understand a lot of the science behind why percussive therapy works. Mm -hmm. And when I say works, it means the nervous system cannot accommodate to it. So if you have the earbuds in your ear, I see that you maybe have a watch on. Till I say that, you're not thinking about that because your nervous system has accommodated to that information. Well, it was doing the same thing with me and pain. Pain travels to the brain at 55 miles an hour, roughly, and a vibrating stimulus to the body travels to the brain at 268 miles an hour. So when I was sitting on that vibrating table, that information was getting to the brain, so it was overriding the pain. But my pain was so strong and so acute that it only lasts for 30 seconds. Oh, wow. So I'm thinking, how can I make this last longer? Like uh, this relief. So I found another vibrating tool that I had. One of my brothers, a chiropractor, introduced me to it. And it worked, but it was like the table. It wouldn't take away the pain. It wouldn't last, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So one day I'm just sitting there thinking, okay, vibration is on the body the whole time. The nervous system accommodates that. It's easier. What if I had something that wasn't on the body the whole time? What if I had something to just sort of punch the body? I'm like, well, I grew up around tools. I can make one. I'll just figure it out. So I go to my garage. I grab a jigsaw and I make the first Theragun in January of 2008, basically. And I used that to get myself better. I never thought, Jay, of like this being a business. Like that was never my thought. I, I thought for sure this was <laughs> out there. Someone had made this. I'll run across at some point in my life. And I went back to practice. In November of 2008, a patient came into my practice who'd been in a head-on bus collision and was basically, if you describe the guy, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference between me and him. His injury was the same. His insurance was horrible. He wasn't going to get better. And I thought, man, I wonder if that thing will work on him. I was patient zero. He was patient one. Mm -hmm. And I watched it change the way we did therapies on this guy. And we got him better. Wow. And at the end of his treatment, I came into the office and he was in my on my table, sitting there with what I call the V1 running around his shoulder and his arm. And he was like, doc, you got to figure this out. This thing saved my life. So 
I tell this story quite often. And Jay, like one of the coolest things about this is I've realized that what I'm doing is way bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that sort of showed that to me was that day when he said that the universe punched me in the chest. And I realized like, I have to figure this out. Like no one will understand. Like I understand what this can do for the body because I went through it. So that sort of commitment has what drove me over the next eight years. I developed five different products, working with different attachments, different motors, different manufacturers. And I kind of came up with what ended up being our science, which was the amplitude, frequency, and torque, and the specific specs of those numbers that makes what we're doing with Theragun work so well. So that's kind of how the whole thing started. And in 2015, I met my business partner now. I had a couple before them that were nightmare stories. We could be another podcast for that. (laughs) But my business partner and I now started the company in March of 2016. We launched our G1, which you probably remember, in June of 2016. We launched G2 in in July of 17. We launched G3 about 18 months later. We launched Gen 4, and we just launched Gen 5. So it's been a ride. It's been a ride. We transitioned from the name Theragun to Therabody. That was a big move for us, Mm -hmm. realizing that what we're doing is way bigger than Theragun. And obviously now you can see that, but back then it was like, why are you doing this? Why are we changing the name? And my business partner and I were like, well, because we're going to grow. We're going to make more products. We're going to acquire companies. We don't know. Like, let's see how this goes. Yeah. So that's how it happened with Theragun and then Therabody. And we've had some acquisitions along the way that have really been amazing. The jet boots, the recovery air boots. Yeah. Those things are awesome. So that's kind of how that happened. Wow. That's an amazing story. You had mentioned percussive therapy. What do you mean by that? So... Percussive therapy is a term that you use, and in the 50s, 60s, 70s, nurses used to cup their hands like this, and they would lay a patient, typically a child, on their side that had cystic fibrosis, which means hardening of the lungs, Mm -hmm. and they would take that cup like this, and they would literally hit them on the side of their ribs to create heat so that these patients' coughs could be more productive. So when I started doing this, meaning like made the Theragun, I was looking this up and that was the only thing I could find. Percussive therapy wasn't even a thing back then. So I started trying to figure out what that meant. And to be honest with you, we thought about calling it vibration, but we knew it wasn't vibration. We knew it was percussive therapy. So it percussive therapy, what constitutes that is basically the amplitude or the distance that it travels in one revolution versus vibration and its frequency is a little bit lower than typically you would imagine on something like that so earlier products that have been out were in the 60 to 80 to 100 hertz Mm -hmm. and ours was 40 hertz and lower so those were some of the differences it was interesting because i was introduced to theragun by gunner peterson our mutual friend yeah gunner's the best yeah gunner is the best he introduced us and i picked it up in 2016 in his gym and it was, you know, I've had 16 major surgeries and it was just something that as soon as it hit my body, wow. it was just, yeah, I broke my spine and six knee surgeries. So it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm like the $6 million man. But <laughs> what I was getting at is that after I used the Theragun on me, I had never felt that sort of recovery the next day. 
And that's one thing that I've always looked for is the next day after I was working out that I wanted to feel the recovery so I can get back in the gym and do it all over again. And when I finally picked it up, it was like, wow, what is this? And then I reached out to you and then, you know, long story short, here we are today. But it's just amazing putting the power back in the people's hands. And that's what I love about it. It's putting the power back in the people's hands. Dr. Jason, as someone who has overcome adversity to get where you are today, how would you define strength? Consistency, persistence, and delusion. I think, you know, you've probably moved weights around there. People are like, what are you doing? You're crazy. You can't do that. <laughs> yep. We are delusional enough to realize, yes, I can do that. I'm going to put my yes. mind to this. I'm going to make it happen. And I think that's a part of strength. I think that's part of what crazy people do. Like, Oh my God, you're crazy. I'm running a million miles, I'm running, whatever. You're crazy. Well, people that are crazy are typically the ones that get on the podium after. So from my perspective, consistency is getting up every day, doing the same thing over and over again and having the strength to do that. Persistence is knocking on doors, even when they're saying no, just continually going after it. There's strength in that. I think that builds your endurance as a human. And then the delusion part is like, <laughs> you have to be a little bit crazy, you know? You do, you do. You, you bring up a quote that I kind of live by. It's written on my wall. It says, 5% of the people in this world make things happen. 15% of the people in this world watch things happen. And 80% don't know what the heck is going on. So you have to be delusional. <laughs> you have to be delusional if you want to make it. Now, speaking of quotes, one of the slogans surrounding Theragun is, it's not science. It's just old science being applied in a new way. Can you tell us what that means? Well, percussive therapy, after we did some research, we found out it's been around for a long time. They just called it different things. There was actually, I've got some photos of products that were made in the 40s and the 50s that were trying to do the same thing to the body. This idea of percussive therapy has been around for a long time. In the Greek days, they used to take two sticks and break all of the limbs off the sticks, hold one stick on the area of the body that was experiencing pain, and mm -hmm. take the other stick and rub it back and forth across that. So it was creating this sort of vibrational treatment for areas of pain. This is 2,000 years ago. So <laughs> I, that's why I say it's been around. It's just we're applying the same science in new ways. And it's making mm -hmm. it more accessible, easier, better to understand, and that kind of thing. Wow, 2,000 years. That's pretty amazing. The vibration going back then. So you can say Theragun's been around for 2,000 years, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so you were the Entrepreneur of the Year U.S. National Award winner of 2021. What was it like to receive that honor? <laughs> Unbelievable. I see it sometimes. It's in my office and I just shake my head because, you know, to get that, there's a lot of challenges along the way, you know. I remember they were gathering the data from the certain years for that award. And I remember we would be on interviews with them and I would be so wrapped up in what we're focusing on in the company that I would really forget that this was happening. And when it happened and they finally awarded it to us, it was like, oh my gosh. And I still, like it, honestly, it's still sort of strange to me that that, that was part of this journey. But yeah, man, it was, it was humbling. It was a huge blessing. You know, I, that thing represents a lot of hard work, heartache, heartbreak, success, you know, it represents a lot of that. So all of those emotions kind of go through me when I see it sitting on my desk. Yeah, uh, well, congratulations for winning that award. It's amazing. Now, 
As technology becomes more and more advanced, what areas of medicine or recovery do you think have the most potential to see growth in the medical tech? I think there's, and obviously you can see by what we're doing as a company, but I think there's a really wide open space in the mindfulness area. Mm -hmm. We've barely even started to crack what powers our mind has. So I think that's one of the areas. And then biometrics, being able to measure what's happening to our bodies, but not just measure, be able to affect the body in a positive way, whether that's you have to be strong and perform or you're trying to sleep. So I feel like technology is leaning towards those opportunities for us to be able to grab biometric data so that you understand what you need for that day. There's this new product out right now that I'm reading up on where it measures your saliva. So you can see how dehydrated you are, what chemicals you need in your body, how much protein you need. That's a lot of information. But if we don't have biometrics, things that actually measure what you need in a day, then it's like using it in the 90s. It's just your guesswork. So I think for me, to answer your question, technology is leading us down this path of us being able to gather a lot of data around our bodies. But that's separate from the mind. I feel like there's a really huge opportunity for us to access the mind in certain ways. The heart's the connection, you know, between the nervous system and the body. The mind is also part of that. So I think some of the technologies that are coming out, we'll find it's easier for us to take mindfulness seriously, you know, like meditating for 30 seconds, five times a day. Like that would be amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So I think applying that to technology and making it easily accessible to people Those are the two areas that come to mind when you ask me that question. Yeah. Do you think Therabody will ever move into the VR world? I'll never say never. You know, we've had some conversations with different people about what that might look like. Let's say you had a J room and your J room had all the things that you wanted inside your virtual reality room. We just launched goggles, which we call our smart goggles. Oh, wow. That you put on your face. I don't know if you've seen them yet. They're really cool. But you put on your eyes, it massages with heat, vibration, pneumatic compression, but it also puts your body in this really cool state. So I think there's just a lot of different things we could build on. That's great. Now, you recently came together with Aura Ring. What yeah. was that partnership about? You know, it's what we talked about. You know, we got on the phone with the CEO and we were sort of presenting them the idea. And I think using that story is the perfect example. Yeah. I said, what was your sleep score last night? And he said, whatever it was, like in the low 80s. And I said, well, what did you do? What the recommendation? Well, the recommendation said, take it easy today. What does that mean? So I said, okay, I'm going to send you some protocols that I want you to do today. And then before you go to bed tonight, let's see if your number gets better tomorrow. First thing the next morning, he emailed me. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I'm in the 90s. What did you guys just do? So it was us understanding that we mirrored each other. Like we had things that would validate and you could actually measure with Aura Ring to be able to say like, now my sleep is better and here's the actual score. And a lot of people are like, that's all I need is like something else to tell me that I slept like crap. Well, what if we had something that told you you just slept amazing and this is how you did it? So that's kind of what the, that idea behind this partnership is. They'll sell their hardware. We'll sell their hardware at our retail locations. We've got about mm-hmm. 25 of them now. But more importantly, we're sharing our TheraMind, which is the content for the mind, in mm-hmm. their app. So people can start measuring what that does for their heart rate variability, their beats per minute, their latency, the restfulness, and all that. So it's, to me, 
you know, in a perfect world, we would have come up with Aura Ring so you could measure and show what true recovery does for the body. But we partnered with them. And I mean, they're such an amazing company. They, they're really focused on sleep right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's the complete opposite of fight or flight, if that makes sense. You know, and our body needs that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that partnership. We just barely started. So it's going to be a fun one. That's going to be a great one because the fact is that we're still in a society where we're sleep deprived and sleep is so important. It's, it's a quintessential thing that people seem to still not understand is that you're not getting this sleep, you're not going to recover. If you're not getting this sleep, you're not going to have good nutrition. People still can't get over it. What advice would you give to young entrepreneurs trying to grow their experience? I tell people to go towards resistance. Go where the challenges are. And a lot of times in entrepreneurship, you like avoid the challenge. You're like, oh God, I don't want to do that. It seems like really hard. But I felt like where there's resistance and I imagine myself leaning on something, if it's easy, like you don't really need to be there. But if it's tough, then there's something to learn. So I would say to young entrepreneurs that part of the recipe is the people around you are going to doubt you. Part of the recipe for success is persevering even when your parents think you're crazy. Yes. Part of perseverance and success is also the other side, you know, watching amazing things happen that have developed in front of your eyes that you're just like, oh my God, and recognizing that's from all my hard work. I feel like where your energy goes, your energy flows, stay focused on your goal and just recognize that, you know, not everyone's going to like it. It's not going to be popular. You know, if you're doing the right thing, sometimes that's when you're getting the most resistance from, unfortunately, sometimes it's the people that are closest to you. I would say make goals. Goals are huge. Mm -hmm. I was listening to a story about a military person that got injured, had to crawl seven miles. And he drew a line in the dirt in front of him and he would crawl past the line. And then he'd draw another line, crawl past the line. He's like, I just got to get past each one of these lines. And I think that's part of what we have to do is just Continue moving, continue walking towards what you want in your life and sacrifice. Every sacrifice you make ends up paying off in the long run. Mm -hmm. That all adds to part of the recipe of it. But also recognize like it's not easy. (laughs) It's work, you know, like it's, and it's talking yourself off a ledge at 1231 o'clock in the morning, just like because you're so stressed about money or yeah. supply or reputation or whatever it is you're concerned about. And you know this, Jay, but it's never like you reached something, you know, you're not like, okay, yeah, I'm done. Like <laughs> you're never done. <laughs> like you, people say that to me, you're so successful. Well, man, it's taken me almost 16 years to get to where this is happening and all the hard work behind that. So that's an interesting question. I think you probably get a lot of different answers from people, but that's kind of where I'm at with that. You had mentioned goals a lot during that. Yeah. What is the end goal with Therabody? <laughs> I wrote this down, Jay. Yeah. In 2012, I made a goals list that I just misplaced. I didn't know where it was. And the number one thing on there, for, I had five goals. One was mm-hmm. Theragun would be in every sport in the world. That was a crazy, audacious dream that I had in 2012. No one even knew what I was at the time. So when I look back on some of those goals that I made, they're just the crazy audacious goals that kept me going. So Mm -hmm. to answer your question, I feel like where Therabody is headed 
is becoming a household name. Yeah. It should be something that everyone understands. It's just like, you know, instead of going for your Advil because you pushed it too far, it's using products to allow you to keep going. Yeah. Two steps forward, one step back. That one step back is sharpening the sauce. You can go two more steps forward. I feel like understanding that piece of it is that goals are something you can constantly strive for. And they also are things you can keep your eye on. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's really easy when you have a lot of life stresses for you to take your eyes off your goal. And that's really what Theramind was sort of driven by is this idea of having your goals. What are you focused on? What are the things you want in your life? Yes, you work for a company or you're trying to do these bigger things in your life, but what are you doing to keep your bucket full in whatever aspects, physical, spiritual, mental, there's a lot of that right now going on, but understanding what fills your bucket. People don't take enough time for that. That's honestly how I feel. Like people don't take enough time to focus on what they want in their life and be okay with setting goals, crazy ones, but then working towards having those. That's probably what I realized is our, and I'm not going to say mine, our secret power as humans is we constantly want to be better to strive for something, whether it's understanding another language or something better about finances or real estate or whatever that is, we're constantly striving for something better. So true. So true. And Dr. Jason, what legacy do you, not Therabody, but what legacy do you want to leave behind? Wow. (laughs) Good question, Jay. I think if someone said that I helped them understand how to positively affect their nervous system, whether it's for performance or recovery, that my experience in our company played a role in that. Mm. I think that would probably be my legacy that I would hope for is Theragun being the creator and inventor of that, like that's pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like to make it personal for people, to make it really make sense, I would want them to recognize what it does for them. So that's kind of what I hope my legacy is. Wow, that's beautiful. Where can people find you on social media? Therabody is just at Therabody. I'm on Instagram at at Dr. Jason Worsland. I'm on Twitter, same thing, at Dr. Jason Worsland. But the company is at therabody.com. You want to look at some of our products? We just launched eight new products, including a sound therapy lounger that's amazing. But you can find all that on our website. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Jason. It's an honor to have you on the show. Jay, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. That does it for today's episode. Thanks to Dr. Worzen for coming on the show and giving us some insight into his journey and his story of the Therabody. Make sure you're subscribed and leave us a review. And we'd love to hear from you. I'm Jay Cardiello, and this has been Stories of Strength, personal and inspirational tales of redefined strength, presented by MuscleTech. Tech.